Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Town Show. I'm Coach Andrew, joined today by Coach Danielle, and we are going with the second episode of our segment, The Five Books That Changed My Life. And today we have four books, and it's gonna have a nutrition focus, because it's Danielle, our nutrition coach. So we're gonna go through the four books that have had the biggest impact on her life, and uh, obviously it's nutrition focus, since um, that's something that has had a huge impact on not just her personal life, but also her professional life since that's what she mainly focused on here at our gym. So um, let's kick it off. First book, Danielle, what's your first book that changed your life? I think if I go back to the very first book that got me into nutrition coaching in the first place is the Renaissance Periodization books. Um, so there's actually two. They have just a, a book that's really just a lot of science um, and I really like to geek out on that kind of stuff. So that was the very first book that I read. What's and that I one remember title? Um, it's just called the Renaissance uh, ebook. So the very okay. first one, there's actually a 2.0, which is what it is now. Um, so that one doesn't come in a paper copy, you just buy it online. Um, but if you're a science person, it definitely might be something that is interesting to you. But. Um, I remember purchasing that book as Austin and I were driving from Missouri to Texas to go on a cruise. And I bought the book and started reading it, and then I found myself spending the entire cruise, like trying to get through it, taking notes because it was an ebook, and that was like when I fell in love with nutrition. So that book kind of started it all and got me to where I am today uh, with so nutrition you're coaching. you fell in love with nutrition on a cruise. On a cruise, as I was walking by, <laughs> ice cream, eating ice cream cones. I was reading this nutrition book <laughs> <laughs> completely. It's like torture, basically. But uh, I knew that I was going to start right when I got back, which I actually, I had them for nutrition coaching when I lost, I had lost 30 pounds at this point, and that's why I bought the book is because I really started to like dig deep into it um, and enjoy it. So yeah, I bought the book and then that is what kind of started everything for me nice. nutrition wise. Um, so then after that, the second book I bought was also from them. Um, and that was just the women's guide. So some, another ebook and it's not super long. I wouldn't say it's definitely not more than 200 pages. Um, but I definitely think that that is something that's super important. That's definitely um not prioritized with most nutrition coaches is um like the women's side of things and hormone balance so that was another really cool thing that really made me enjoy like helping women be able to eat a lot more than they really think that they can and mm. perform optimally while still you know getting the aesthetics that they want but i just think that you know when women think that they need to lose weight it's all about eating and at a restriction and um, so, yeah, that was another book. Those two books really kind of started everything. Cool. So let's start. Well, let's stay on those then a little bit. So um, going back to that first one, the science-based one, what were some of the things that were brought to the table that were really eye-opening for you from that book? I definitely think just um, kind of the, the reasons why you needed why you need proteins, why you need carbs, why you need fats. It really digs deep into all of that. It digs deep into nutrient timing and, and you know, when you are performing at like an athletic, you know, standpoint, how that can really play a factor, but it really just kind of digs deep into the macros, which I knew nothing about going into it. Um, you know, why you need it, why water is important, how much protein you can kind of 
um, guesstimate for yourself along with carbs and fats and how that kind of different differentiates between different lifestyles and in the way that you live um, so I, I thought it was a great great book to learn the why behind behind nutrition and, and eating to perform or eating just to to live at your best life you know day in and day out so it sounds like it's very much like flipping the diet idea which is the diet idea is usually like the removal of stuff the cutting down the deprivation and by telling you the importance of protein fats and carbs and the importance of hydration it's like okay this is now fuel to what i want to do as opposed to how can i how can i have strategies to eat as little as possible right and it tells you i mean it kind of goes through you know how much weight loss is sustainable for you you know week by week and and you know depending on you know body size and all of that so i remember i would just i wrote all of this stuff down and and that was like what kind of got me to be like okay let me mess around with this with my best friend okay that's working for her let's see how many people i can start to help and that was it definitely i feel like i learned more in that ebook than i did in nutrition you know my first two years of nutrition classes in college like i learned more that was more meaningful and it Sounds was like just such a good a little more practical yeah definitely yeah so tells you all the things that you want to know and not all the the extra i guess that you can see in a 500 page textbook but so who would be a good fit for this this first book somebody who wants to know the why behind things gotcha yeah definitely well cool. who likes science for sure so let's go to the the woman's one now when when you say women specific is that more hormone specific? Is that more cultural of like, hey, women have been ingrained to think this type of way about food and we're trying to flip that? Is it a little bit of both? Like, what would you say that really was the big shift there? I think it definitely starts with, you know, a big chunk of that book is talking about why we actually need calories and, and how there's so many diets out there that have women eating, you know, what a toddler should be eating. And so it definitely starts to kind of reframe that in your mind um, for sure. But then it does go into the importance of hormone balance and how to get there. Because a lot of people, a lot of women at some point in their life have tried a diet, typically an elimination diet or calorie is just so cal calorically restricted um, that you do need some balancing out after that. And I see a lot of that with people coming in now. And I find myself referring to that or remembering things from that book that that are definitely very, uh, very apparent in most people coming in for coaching. So that's another one that I think if you struggle, not to be TMI, but with your cycle, with acne, with that kind of stuff, that would be a really great read. Um, if you feel like, you know, you're taking away calories and gaining weight, it's just another good sign or not having enough energy. Um, that book Outside might. of the cycle, what other things should women be thinking about that is unique to them? I would say acne is another big, um, big sign that something is wrong hormonally. Energy, I think gaining weight when you're either staying at the same calories or pulling them away. Energy is another really big one. But cycle, I mean, that's our, our feedback every single month to know that we're, you know, working properly. And so that um, is definitely the biggest one. But acne and is another kind of really yeah. big one too. That yeah, and then see. I think just even understanding that that stuff is feedback is a big eye-opener for a lot of people. I think a lot of people don't 
associate those things as being always food related. Not to say that everything is food related, right. but a lot of times they are where you're getting, if you have skin issues, you have energy issues, you have sleep issues, that a lot of those things are because there's something not working with your diet. Right. Cool. Um, now, is that just for women? If we say, who is this book for? Is it just for women or just for a specific type of woman that you would think would really benefit for this book? I think type of women that would benefit from it are the people who are dialed in with their nutrition already or think that they are, are very hyper-focused about it. Um, I think that is probably a really good resource to read about, you know, for that particularly. Okay, cool. Uh, what's book number three? Book number three is called Just Eat It. It's by Laura Thomas. You can get it on Amazon. That book is all about intuitive eating. So kind of on the flip side of macros and, and all of that, which I personally love. And I've always said, you know, I'll track macros until I feel like it's taking away from my life. Um, Just Eat It is a book learning how to go from that tracking lifestyle to eat well you have experience with this yeah. eating intuitively so eating what your body feels like it needs and eating to full satiety not restricting um and you know making good decisions not feeling like you're always on one end of the pendulum or the other so that book is all about transitioning to that so i think like what most people don't realize is for some of us it's really it's a victory to say no to a donut whereas yep. to some of us it's a victory to say yes to a donut yep. and I feel like people are either one way or the other so this was a really cool book that taught me tools to use to help people kind of switch from being so dialed in and so neurotic about hitting your numbers every single day um, to transitioning to having way more freedom with your life and still being able to, you know, look the way you want to look and not feel like you're always in this cycle of gaining weight and losing weight, depending on how motivated you are or not. Yeah. Yeah. That example is so good. Can you, can you elaborate on that of like who you think is a good fit to avoid the donut versus like who you think is a good fit to potentially eat the donut just as like a generalization? Yeah, so, you know, most people are the other way where we are maybe in offices or something where we have, you know, <laughs> donuts everywhere. sweets and donuts and people are bringing stuff in or you have reps that are just constantly bringing in stuff to try and buy you over. I would say in that instance, you know, when you're day in and day out saying yes to these foods, saying no, you know, a couple times a week is going to make a big difference. Whereas somebody, and I've been in this boat before where you're feeling really good, you're looking really good, you've lost all this weight and, and you're tracking diligently, you're loving it, you feel like you're thriving, you don't want anything to jeopardize that feeling so it feels like a failure to to eat something not on your plan or less than healthy. So, you know, it's it's a tightrope of what was I gonna say? Well yeah, I think I I I understand that you it almost like you have a track record built up. If you have a track record of eating really well, the donut is not a a big deal. And that if you don't have that track record of eating really well then that's where you have to start to say no and slash some things because there's all these places that you don't you, you don't have an understanding of what's going wrong because there's a million things going wrong. Right. Exactly. And so I think that it's just, you know, finding that balance where there's sometimes where you're saying yes just as many times as you're saying no and vice versa. 
So I think that's a really good book for somebody struggling on the extreme side of where you're starting to have, you know, unhealthy tendencies saying no too often or saying no to going out with your friends every single time because you don't want to jeopardize, you know, where you're at right now. I definitely think that that is a really good, useful read to learn how to balance you feel like you're out of sync cool now is this only for someone who has a track record of of tracking macros or is this book for someone who's like you know i i, I want to eat healthier and i've never tracked macros but i like this idea of intuitive eating yeah so it, it walks you through kind of how to go from either extreme so you can kind of slowly start to to journal writing down on paper it has reflections in there to like write down how you how you feel after each meal how you feel about the day um so it kind of gives you like a paper accountability um and you can use that you know coming from eating whatever or eating very little or very perfect as people would think okay cool and what's the fourth book the fourth book this one I feel like is a good book that I wanted to talk about because it made a huge impact on my life recently, but I also thought that um, I get this question a lot actually in classes, especially with all the babies that we have in and out of here. Um, lots of pregnancy. It's called Real Food in Pregnancy, and it was written by um, a dietitian that I really, really admire. Her name's Lily Nichols. Um, best book ever. <laughs> So that's probably my favorite book of all time. And it really just talks about, again, it's a lot of science in there. So if you're somebody who likes kind of all the data, um, it's a really good book. But it tells you, you know, general recommendations about how much you need through pregnancy, through breastfeeding, which a lot of women are doing, you know, in and outside of the gym for, for years. Um, you know, what we need, why we need it, and how that's going to help our little ones, but then also help us. Um, so it's very easy to become nutrient deficient in, in vitamins as a mother because your, you know, milk is kind of most important and that is what's getting all the nutrition. So it's very easy to, you know, be deficient in that as well. So that book just kind of tells you exactly what you need through pregnancy and after and how you can get it. So it's very, um, it's just a very simple way to kind of take all the guessing out of what you should be eating um, when you're making a little human. And so I so think- So what, what are some of the things that uh, a pregnant mom or postpartum mom should focus on? So choline is a really big one. Um, that is something that most people are deficient in already. Um, and the best way to get that is gonna be eating whole eggs, like mm -hmm. egg yolks. I made sure that I would always eat three whole eggs a day when I was pregnant. Um, and then like organ meat is another really big one, like yeah. liver and stuff like that is huge. So choline was something that I personally kind of prioritized because I found that to be like the, the most important and lowest hanging fruit, kind of easiest thing to get in. Um, but you know, getting in fish and stuff is also really important. It kind of talks about um, like mercury and foods that, um, most pregnant people avoid just because there's like a bad a bad rap like eating deli meat and stuff like that whereas you're just as likely or more likely to get the same stuff from lettuce you know the same yeah. the same bacteria that you're concerned about um so it kind of talks about that and kind of i guess debunks a lot of myths that go along with that and women tend to avoid fish through pregnancy but it's actually really important and 
there's only a few that you really should avoid. But um, yeah, that is such a good book. Now, is that only for, for moms? I would say most women could benefit from that, but I would say it's primarily pregnancy and postpartum, mm -hmm. getting back to, back to regular or breastfeeding. You know, people do that for years sometimes, so that would be another good one. Cool. Um, nice. Well, I think that's it. I think we'll stop there. Is there anything that you want to add on any of these books? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I have them if anybody wants to borrow them. Perfect. The ebooks. We'll send you the PDF. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.